The ocean is more ancient than the mountains, and frightened with memories of the dreams of time. Welcome to St. Baxton. A Pump Cthulhu real play tabletop role playing experience starring Steph as Clara Carter, Mike as Nicholas Wally, Fred as Edward Worthington III, Ben as Max Anderson, and your game master, Veronica. Hey everybody, welcome back to another exciting episode of Welcome to St. Paxton. I am your game master, Veronica, and my pronouns are she, her. My name is Ben, I play Max Anderson, and my pronouns are he, him. Hey everybody, my name is Fred, I play Edward Drake Worthington III, and my pronouns are he, him. Hello everyone, it's Michael Lane here, and I am playing Nicholas Watley. My pronouns are he, him. And I'm Steph, I'm playing Clara Carter, and my pronouns are she, her. Oh, man. Oh, man. Yes. We did it. I can't believe it. <laughs> it went without a hitch. Oh, my like God. Eight years in the making for this. Pros. Pros. I'm so proud of Y'all. us tonight. We... All right, stop the recording. <laughs> <laughs> Just stop it there. That's perfection. We got us. We successfully introduced ourselves. <laughs> yeah, we. Oh, gosh. It's just bringing me to tears. I was so happy. We got to do luck first. Oh my god. No, wait. Wait a minute. Wait. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't know. If that's not a fucking joke, I will kill <laughs> I have a whole house of people. You don't want to be responsible for that. One of the characters, but yeah. No. I'm serious. Okay. It's time to think about your HP. Now, if it's been an hour since you lost one hit point, you can regain a hit point, okay? So for those of you that have been dutifully helping in the underbelly of the library with the Keeper of Lost Things, a.k.a. Ezra, you may regain one hit point. That's you, Fred. Oh, okay, good. (laughs) Wait, reading books restores health points? I know. Let's go read some books. Watley and Clara, you can also regain one hit point as any of your injuries are kind of like staunching up there. They're not, you know, you're not going to be bleeding out, at least externally. So, yeah, there you go. I feel so much better are now. Are you happy? Ben, get fucked. Yep. I, oh. I, I, what do you mean? I'm, I should, I'm going to go ahead and set my health points to pass my maximum here. Just going to click the 41 button. Yeah. Past max. No. And uh, we're going to start a, a new segment here on, on the podcast. And so uh, I'd like you to take a moment to refresh your luck. Now, we're doing it a little bit differently this time because we had a missing player last time. So, Fred, you will not refresh your luck. And everyone else that did play in the game, you will refresh your luck. Okay. Okay. So for those of you that need a reminder... At the start of each session of play, each player makes a luck recovery roll. This is rolled in the same way for normal skill improvement. The players roll 1d100, and if the roll is higher than their current luck score, they add 2d10 plus 10 to their luck score. If the roll is equal to or less than the hero's present luck score, you only add 1d10 plus 5 points. 
you may not exceed 99 hit points. And at this time, we would like to thank some of our patrons for helping us. So we're going to say that this luck roll was brought to you by the following patrons. Bill Sigler, Jonathan Kant, Vlad, Jeremiah Tootle, uh, Scott, Ben Apperson, Mike Weber, Dan Orl Orlowitz, uh, Matthew Simone, Taylor Bever, Mike B, Jack Reedy, Amber Schmidt, Level 16, Tony, Thomas Stanley, aka The Nerdly King, Weird Girl, Daniel Anderlich, Mike B. Kelly, and one of my personal favorites, Veronica C.R. Washington Ramos. Thank you so much for supporting us on Patreon. Uh, it is so awesome to be supported by you. And uh, next week, we're going to talk about more of our patrons. So yeah, I, I'm excited for that. And uh, hopefully all of you have had time to refresh your luck while we talked about these very awesome people that support us. And uh, let me know how this worked out for you. Oh, well, thankfully, I did roll above a 10. Uh, so I am now at 28 luck points. <laughs> okay. I rolled a 57 and my luck was at 57. So I only got to roll the, the 1d10 plus 5. So I'm now at 68. Okay. I kind of screwed this up because I've been rolling really low lately. So I rolled <laughs> under my luck of 64. But I got a 9 on the d10s plus 5. So I got 14 back. Raising okay. me to 78, which ain't bad. No, it's not. No, that's, that's really good. <laughs> All right, everyone. So last time uh, we left Max in kind of a, a predicament. So did we catch up Fred in the end or are you going in cold? What, do you, what kind of experience do you want from this session, Fred? <laughs> I think the consensus was I should go in cold. All right, we're going in cold. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take my headphones off if we don't start with me. So that way, I don't want to know anything that happens to them. <clears throat> gotcha. Okay. Uh, you know what, Max? High or low for favorable results? You know, uh, based on where I'm at, I'm going to go low. Real low. Max, you hear this whoosh as you plunge under the water and your ears are suddenly just filled with all of the sea sounds. You hear the tide, uh, all of the whooshing, uh, but you also hear what sounds like these really weird like cricks and things that are happening, things that don't seem like they belong underwater, um, almost like um, crickets or something. And you notice this big eye open and then it closes and it's dark and cold where you are. Roll swim. All right. Okay. Well, I rolled a 37 out of 20. I do have enough luck points this time to make it. Oh, all right. I'm going to spend nine luck points and make it a success. Okay. Uh, so with your swim roll, you are able to orient yourself to where you know which way is up. And you'll just start 
pushing yourself up out of the water. Um, you do have a very heavy backpack on you, so that is kind of weighing you down. Um, and just as you're thinking that you might need to let it go, you kind of get your strength and you puff up and you finally break and uh, you're able to gasp some air into your lungs. <gasps> oh, fuck! Oh, shit. Oh, shit. And Max will look around to see where the shore is. Sure. Uh, why don't you roll me a navigate? Don't got enough luck to fix that. 68 over 10. So that is uh, not going to... It's not happening. Okay. Um, so the waves are really just kind of crashing in. Um, there is quite a bit of moonlight and it is reflecting on just about every wave that's kind of going over your head. And so if you follow the waves, you'll eventually get to a shore, but you don't quite know where you're at. It is quite dark. And of course you're dealing with reflection and stuff like that. So um, it'll take you a little bit of time, but you will be able to to find your way to shore eventually. Ah, fucking, fucking, okay. Okay, uh, keep it together, keep it together. Here, it's fine, it's fine, you're in the water. Just, just let the, just go with the waves, just go with the waves. And Max will just kind of swim with the waves. He doesn't want to overexert himself in case it's in case he needs his strength and if he hits like a... He's remembering that there's also like rocky ledges, so if it's not a beach, he's gonna have to swim around, so he's trying not mm. to overexert himself. Okay. Edward. You've been in the basement with the Keeper, and you've been looking through some books to kind of just make sense of the, the things that Max has gone through, and would you have Clem with you? I think so, if I was in the library and Clem was there. Okay. You see as Clem races past your feet and rushes up the stairs. Uh, Clem, did you hear something? What? Where are you going? When she turns around, you see that her form in this um, alternate life form reality that you are able to see now kind of goes out of the dog form and turns into this woman. She turns to you and says, Max has been taken. And she just rushes back up the stairs. I immediately start following her up the stairs. What do you mean Max has been taken? Who's taken Max? And it's almost as though you can see Clem, this woman, walking beside a pet dog um, that is the body of Clem the Corgi. And you keep on running upstairs over and over. And you notice that there are a lot more stairs than you remember there being any previous time. And in fact, you don't quite understand why there are so many stairs to begin with. Because this building isn't that tall. I, I, I'm not sure I can just sense that he's been moved from this the safe space. Um, okay. Uh... Can you open this door? And you see at the top of the stairs, a bright red wooden door. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. And I go to open the door. When you open the door, you see this really large multi-story room. Um, it looks like it's probably four, maybe five stories tall. Um, it has a catwalk that surrounds it. So the whole 
the whole room is kind of like a big cylinder. What you're basically seeing is an observatory. So there's a catwalk that goes around the perimeter so you can walk out onto the circular catwalk and there are stairs down to a second or down to a bottom level. There is a really large telescope that goes from that bottom level up into these um, like kind of a domed window. And you know that this wasn't here before. And you see Clara as she's looking into the, she's sitting in a seat and looking in the telescope and she is just Max, you know, screaming for Max, but there are broken windows and stuff that are up there and Max is nowhere to be seen. You do see Watley up on the catwalk though. Where, where are, Clara, where are we? What is this? Edward, there's no time. Uh, we're, we're trying to readjust this to see if we can see Max in the water. What do you mean? What happened to Max? Some winged thing took him and dropped him from really high up. I, I managed to throw a thing under him and basically deposit him in the sea so he didn't hit the land, but we kind of lost sight of him. Is there a boat? Should we be going out into the water? Like, what can we do? I I don't know. Um, Watley adjusted a little. Maybe I can find a boat. And I'll look through the telescope. Okay, sure. Um, Why don't we do a group luck roll? So what that means is that the person with the lowest luck will roll luck. So who has the lowest luck? And of course, Max will not be a part of this. Probably me. I'm at 68. Yep. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's so good. I rolled an eight. Oh, nice. <laughs> okay. Lucky. So... In addition to not only seeing some like jet skis and and a little boat that are tied up to a nearby dock, you also see someone splashing about in the ocean and trying to like kind of make their way to a shore. You do see that they are going in the opposite direction of wherever it is that you are. Oh my God, Edward, we have to go. There's a boat. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. And I will start running towards the library door. Okay. I will follow. Race down the stairs. Is anyone staying in the library? I think I might. Okay. What are you going to do here? I would like to um, basically follow their progress with the telescope if possible. And then if I see that they make it to shore or out to the boat safely... I like to readjust to see what's going on with the the goo that's building up. Okay. Do you let them know that you're doing that or no? Yeah. Okay. Clara and Edward, you rush out the front door and you see that there are really big kind of cement looking platforms that are raised up on top of all sorts of things, tree stumps, little rock formations, and they just seem to have appeared. Um, you do notice that there are these big kind of like mouth 
eye puddles of goop that continue to wrap themselves around trees and are building these really big spires as well. Is there a route we can take to run to the shore where we wouldn't be running too close to those? You know what? I think that's going to require another group luck check. Well, that one was not so lucky. That's a 93. Okay. I have 68. Yeah, you don't see a very clear path to get past them. But you also have no information that would lead you to believe that you wouldn't be able to dodge. So I'm going to keep running full speed just as best as I can, trying to find the quickest route to the shore, If I, even if it kind of takes us a little close to them. And I'm going to grab onto Edward's hand so that we stick together. Okay. Um, which of you has the higher dexterity? In the 70? 85. So, Edward, she's going to grab your hand and start pulling you in a direction. Now, if you want to, you could roll a dexterity just to kind of take the lead and navigate yourself in and out to, like, weave around these uh, potential dangers. With Clara in tow? That's right. Real quick, do I see anything different in compare? Like, obviously, I wouldn't understand Clara's perspective, but am I seeing things in a different light because of my uh, unique powers? Absolutely. So you see these um, big cement type structures, but you can also see into the fog and you can see like this kind of bright orange energy that keeps on depositing itself and then moving back. So even though they're building these structures, you can also see that like they're almost like a like splitting cells and leaving a part of themselves, but they're not getting any smaller as they do that. They just seem to be making more of the new them, essentially. Um, So you'll see that these little things are kind of infecting the areas where they've been in touch, but they don't look like a natural form. They just look like probably like big spinning sloshy type goo. I give Clara's hand a squeeze as I kind of pull her along and I say, I don't know how long I've been down there with Ezra, but look, just follow me. Let's just get to Max. We need to take care of that first and then we can come back and worry about what's going on around here. Yeah, we've got to hurry. He was swimming the opposite direction away from the shore. And I'll make a beeline for whatever boat-like structure or boat-like device I see. Okay. Roll dexterity for me. That is a 28 uh, underneath a 85. So it's a hard success. Hard success. Okay, great. So you are able to not just weave around the kind of danger spots, but you're able to point out to Clara, like, jump over this, even though she can't see what she's about to step into. And you're able to keep her from, you know, getting into this really sticky situation. 
Um, you will get to the edge of a pretty long dock and Edward, you will see that the entire top of the ocean seems to be covered in some sort of black slick, almost like oil on top of the, the ocean. Do I see a vehicle, like a boat though, that we can go on? Yep. Okay. Um, what, what is the, the vehicle that I see? Is it like a two person, three person? Like how big is it? So you have the option of taking either two jet skis or you could take like a small, uh, kind of like patrol boat. I, I think I will go towards the patrol boat. Okay. So you hop into the boat and someone will need to roll pilot boat. Oh boy. (laughs) Ew. Where's Mira when you need her? I know, right? Right? Oh my gosh, she can pilot anything. Clara, uh, I, I used to be a lifeguard, but this might be a little bit out of my expertise. I, have you ever driven a boat? Nope, but I'm going to learn now. Is it like a, a motorboat or a rowboat or what? Yeah, so um, the key is there. So essentially, you just have to put in the key. And I mean, it's it's simple enough, right? Like, yeah, yeah, you yeah. just turn it on. Yeah, so I will run up to the front of the boat, turn it on. And at the, right before taking off, I'll go, oh, untie it, Edward. I immediately look for any kind of attachment to the dock. Is is there a rope or some kind of chain? Yeah, you you do see a rope. <laughs> am, am I able to figure this out? Like, obviously, it's pretty straightforward, right? I just start, like, unraveling it from the dock itself. So you unravel it, and then you also see that the boat is actually suspended above the water. So you'll have to go up and untie it. So you're able to ev- eventually just, like figure out the latches again I could do this this is not that difficult to do right so you could you could essentially get the get the boat in the water and um, you will need to push it out a bit and then hop into the boat I do so does this require a roll (laughs) (laughs) oh boy um why would you ask me that well, look, I'm I'm willing to roll like a jump roll, but my pilot is one, so I'm same like, here. <laughs> I oh, want to save Max. <laughs> your skill is one. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I feel really good about this decision we made mean, to go without Watley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, me, Steph has driven a boat, and I know it's yeah. not not that difficult. Yeah. So yeah, same. It's fine. Okay. I just need to not hit him. Oh God, Ben, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, Ben. It's fine, Ben. <laughs> I'm not going to make you roll that. So, okay. yeah, you, you can just get it down and no big deal. So I jump into the boat and I'm like, okay, I think we're good, Clara. Okay. Hit it. Both of you roll spot hidden. 17 out of 65. 76 out of 26. I am focused straight ahead. And that is okay. all. Edward, you you catch your you catch your balance and kind of brace yourself on the back of this boat as Clara just guns it out into the ocean waves. And so you are hitting every wave 
pretty hard because she is going just full out, full throttle. Um, and she's going straight into wave. She's not easing into them on, you know, at, at any angle, just straight through. So every one of these is rocky and hard. But you'll notice that every time you crash into a wave, that this black tar type substance that is on top of the surface starts splashing onto your boat and it stays there. Do, do I notice anything about like, is it is it moving on its own or is it just like maybe similar to oil or something along that that I'm used to? It does seem like it's just oil or it, it doesn't seem like a living substance. It does seem like it's a inanimate object for okay. the most part. And it, there is no reaction to the materials that it's touching. Like it's not sizzling or corroding. Into no, like no. Okay. And 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 I, I'm probably holding on to some kind of I don't know bar while she is right. gunning it. So, um, am I able to locate where Max is in the ocean? Like, do yeah, we? Yeah, I would say him? with your your hard hard success, you're able to see him in the ocean. And um, Max, if you want to put on your headphones, uh, Max, you can hear a boat coming towards you. And it is just crashing through every single wave as hard and as fast as it can. You are in danger of not making it back. <laughs> Max throws up his, his hands. Don't sleep away, camp me. Come on. Come, stop. Slow the boat down. Clara, I think that's Max. I, I, oh. We should probably slow down. I, we're getting very close to him. I'll toss it into reverse for half a second to, like, you know, slow us down even faster and then put it into neutral. Okay. Is Max within the water that is, is it still covered in this, like, black liquid? Uh, to you, it certainly looks like that. Okay, got it. Is Max within earshot of us? Sure, yeah. And and he's kind of swimming in your direction at this point. He's got himself oriented. He understands what's happening. I look for a lifesaver and uh, I uh, attach a rope to it and then I will fling it out uh, towards Max. Okay, you do so. And Max, you now have uh, the gift of a life raft. A, a life raft. Oh, thank God. Oh, oh. Max, are you okay? Uh, no. Watley, you see that your friends are now safe and together in kind of an area that you could manipulate should you should you choose to do so. Could I put a, a portal fold there so that they can just come back? You can try anything. Do I see that they're in any kind of duress, or are they just moving along just fine? Uh, they do seem to be moving along fine. Um, you do understand that Clara is literally just, like, jumping huge waves. And so every time they jump over a wave, they might have, like, a six to eight foot drop where they're just crashing down. Oh, I mean, it is God. really, really hard. Oh, my God. Okay. Then I would like to create a portal so they can drive to it and then hop in. Watley, what does this portal look like? 
Well, because it goes through the gray, I imagine it is kind of dark. Okay. So that doesn't have anything going for it. (laughs) But if I make it up in the air a little bit to where they could uh, maybe climb into it off of the boat, they should be bit should be able to see it versus the shoreline. Okay, so you want them to abandon the boat and hop into the portal in the ocean, is that right? Yes. Okay, okay, I gotcha. So each of you see this small, like, small white pin prick as it dots onto the edge of the boat. And it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger um, until it's quite large, probably about four or five feet bigger. And you see this portal, essentially. It's just a big black hole. Would I recognize this from when Watley did this when Max was falling? No. Uh... What the hell is that? Oh. That doesn't look good. Um, I will say that you probably know that Watley can do it because he's probably said something to you like, oh, God, portal, and does something, right? Like, it's not like he's just not going to tell you something like that. Uh, unless, Watley, you're just not going to say something to her. No, I've used it multiple times, and I yeah. believe I explained that I tried to save Max that way. Okay. Okay. Is Max in the boat now? Yeah. Okay. Do I notice Max or Clara, like, viewing the water differently in comparison to me? Like, do I think they see this, like, black liquid? Not at all. Got it. As I lift Max out of the water, I'm just kind of, like, smacking the the water off of him, uh, probably more aggressively than normal. Uh, is is ah. his skin or my skin reacting at all to this? No. Ah, take it easy, big guy. I've been, I've kind of been through a lot, man. No, yeah. Uh, here, here. I'll take my shirt off and I'll put it around him. And he's currently wearing the crab shirt now. And I'm kind of trying to like warm him up. And I'm like, but this, this hole. This, is this? What is this? Uh, possibly from Watley. I hope. Is it hovering, like, over the boat so where we could walk to it? Yeah, I mean, I think Watley is a skilled magic user. He could probably put this in a in an area that would be easy for you to get to. Okay, so I'm going to walk across the boat over to it, and I just want to, like, gently reach my hand out and just touch it with my fingertips. Okay, Watley, where is this going? Uh, I would like the exit point to be the floor of the observatory room. Okay. You feel like a cold, hard surface. But it's not, like, unnaturally cold or slimy or anything. It's not slimy. (laughs) It is a hard, cold surface. Okay, we have two options, you guys. We either risk this, uh, which might might be a portal, or I I could drive us back to shore. We'll take the portal. Portal, portal. I yeah, would, would we'll Max take recognize the portal. the portal since it was like 
did it happen too fast in front of him? It probably happened really fast, but you would kind of maybe understand that this is something Motley could do. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, I saw you driving the boat. I'm sorry. Listen, I just, I don't have depth perception, okay? <laughs> Listen, no, I'm not, I'm not trying to criticize. I'm just saying... Like the boat's taking on water. There's, like, smoke coming out of the engine. The speed was fun, you guys. <laughs> Listen, don't judge my boat driving, and I'm gonna go walk through the portal. Watley, am I... Am I understanding correctly that this would be on the floor of the boat? No, um, I, I just want it to where they could walk, like, jump into walk it, through. and then come out and land on the, the observatory floor. Like, jump through, land on the floor. Okay, great. So you will walk through and you'll do a little step as you hit this weird floor and you see Watley immediately and you are in the observatory. Oh, thank goodness. Uh, Max, I think you should probably go next. You've probably had a pretty rough, you know, swimming session. Yeah. Let's get you through that. You could say that. Uh and actual walk through the portal. Edward roll dodge. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, not oh, me. Boy. Thank God. <laughs> well, I rolled a 90 and my dodge is a 42. So quickly to do math, that's 48 luck points. <sighs> well, you know what they say. When in black liquid water dodging things uh, use all your luck points so I'll use 48 luck points to dodge whatever's coming at me um <laughs> I feel like she's gonna kibosh that I'm gonna just say don't do that okay just, I don't think you'll need it is okay the got it okay so Edward's dead you don't need to use 40 points. The tentacle drags you under the water and you drown. <laughs> what? <laughs> Max walks through the portal, and Edward, you see as he walks in that these little pieces of oil tar sort of suspend outside of the portal. And then all of a sudden, this huge mass rises from the top of the ocean and begins swirling. I mean, this is happening so fast because it's all just lifting up at once and you see this huge black, like it's like a shiny black ball that looks like it could be the size of like a pretty large house. Um, maybe even like an apartment building. It looks huge. Um, and it just starts pushing its way through the portal. Now you are able to, you know, basically sidestep, but it pushes up against you as well. And you feel yourself as you are stuck between the edge of the portal and this big black shiny thing that's coming through. And it begins to split part of you. <laughs> the rest of you on the other side watch as Edward's arm comes through 
and you don't see anything else because, as Watley said, this is just a big black portal. There would be nothing to let you know that something else is pushing him. So you see Edward, and you begin to see that, like, there's some really big strain happening on him, and his arm is... um, Exposed, He no longer has a shirt on. And you see his veins are just throbbing. So if you wanted to try, you could pull something. You could try and pull him through. Yes, I would race over and grab his hand. Go ahead and roll a strength for me. So I got 51 out of 70. Okay, so you run over, use all of your strength to just rip Edward through. Um, Unfortunately, you probably should have stayed on the other side of that. Because what happens is, as you pull him through, you also pull in this big black mass. And now, Edward, you are inside of this big floating black mass and you begin to rise up and it breaks the observatory ceiling and you are suspended really high as you begin to make somewhat of a lunar eclipse occur with your big sticky tarish oil slick black ball can I close the fold Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Good timing. Go ahead. As Watley closes the portal, Max, this is a lot. This is kind of, you know, you got yourself to the top of the water. You did not have to go back with Clara in the boat, although you did use magic again to get back to shore. I would like for you to roll a D10 for me. Got it. And just and just for 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 Max's brain, this this sticky black ball. Does it look anything like what he observed uh, in the previous episode? Not. I'm it not does not. Okay. Okay. So um, very different for you. Like including like what he may or may not have seen in the diner. Okay. That's right. Okay. Two. Is, is this a sanity rule? Like, is she choosing? I believe, I believe she is. Oh, man. Oh, boy. Yeah, I believe she is making an artisanal uh, uh, sanity uh, effect. <laughs> artisanal sanity effect. <laughs> the, the Fiji of sanity. That's right. You think you're a donut. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. Max, it kind of just like, your brain just snaps and you're like, whatever I've been doing is fucking wrong. Um, How I've been living my life, the choices that I've made have led to this point. I got to go in the polar opposite. So for the next two hours, you develop an alter ego that is unlike you in just about every way. So Edward. Mm, mm, mm. Oh yeah, you're you're for sure drowning in there. Oh that's, great! Yeah, that's that's, that's, that's exciting. <laughs> I well, I mean, you know, I am an not an Olympic swimmer, but I've probably swam for the good early half of my life. 
lifeguarding, probably have lots of lung capacity. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so you're inside of this uh, this goo, and it seems to feel like it's almost like it's there to help. Like something about this seems like this is supposed to be helping something, but you're not quite sure what that is. But you know it's not you that it's supposed to help. You will have three rounds to determine what you need to do before all of this goo goes inside of your body, choking you, replacing all of the oxygen in your lungs, the blood flowing through your veins with the goo itself. Round one. (laughs) Oh, boy. All of my fears rolled up into one. (laughs) Okay, so I have three actions to take to figure out how to get out of this situation I'm in. But you, just so I have a better understanding, you said that, like, I don't feel like it's has malicious intent. Like, it has a purpose to serve. I am just not a part of that purpose. That's right. Okay. What is my mobility? Are we talking like I'm in a thick molasses, uh, a yeah. quicksand type situation, or is it definitely more, more molasses than quicksand or pudding or anything? It, it's it's pretty thick. And is it like a perfect ball? Is it a shaft? What are we talking about it's here? It's a perfect sphere. A perfect sphere. Got it. And do I have some type of perception of how much space is between me and outside of the sphere? Roll navigation. Is this going to be a part of my three actions? No. Okay. No, you can, ju- you can just... <laughs> <laughs> That's to be like, if it is... No, I don't give a shit. Okay. <laughs> okay, so I rolled a 40, but my navigation is 35. May I use five points to make this a success? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So as you're sort of moving around in this sphere, you can kind of... It, it's almost like you can become one with this stuff occasionally but whenever you do it feels very terrifying very scary because you know you've only known your own body as you know like the tip of your finger that's the that's the extent to which your body has always gone but with this navigation you're actually able to feel out and it's almost like when you're feeling out your fingertips are suddenly extended like just lengths and lengths and so it feels like your body itself is reaching the outside of this sphere and you can tell that while you are very very small in this you can reach the edge of it and just by the way that your body feels you would assume that the sphere itself like to get to any one edge from where you are in the center you're probably somewhere like maybe 200 yards from the outside. It's huge. Oh, shit. Okay. So I think I am going to start with an anatomy role, the science of anatomy. And as I start to realize that this sphere can be an extension of my body, 
um, I want to see if I could manipulate the shape. So not so much trying to swim through it, but changing the shape of the sphere. Okay. Uh, that is a 43. Anatomy is 61. I would like to use 13 points to make that a hard success. Okay. Yeah, you are able to connect with this, this substance and you are able to gain control of how it moves and perhaps what shape it will take. It's going to be difficult to do because you don't have a really big skeletal structure which would be supporting it, but you could certainly move it if you needed to. So I'm imagining like I'm using my arms kind of in front of me like this, and then I'm splitting my arms apart. And the thought process behind that is the sphere that's around me, instead of moving through it, I am trying to open the sphere in front of me so that it's creating almost a wedge of air that's coming towards me to reduce the amount of space I have to move. Okay, yeah, we can do that. So, um, and you're using anatomy. Do you have a physics for that? Uh, what do you mean physics? Like, uh, Do you have science physics? I have science anatomy and science pharmacology. Okay. Um, why don't you give me a luck roll? Okay. And this is just rolling and trying to get underneath my overall yeah. luck right now. So I'm at That's 77 right. luck. Okay. Uh, that is... Oh my god. Okay. 80, <laughs> 82. <laughs> okay. The rest of you now see this big mass in front of you. And Edward is just gone. And then you notice that this basically this big floating ball kind of starts to open. A tiny little wedge opens. And you see Edward, his eyes are just like terrified, bulging. He's trying to get out. And then the sphere slaps shut again on him. Clara, do you want to utilize anything now that you know where he's at in this sphere to try and throw him a lifeline with Abuela? Absolutely. Okay. Roll power for me. That is 58 out of 95. So I could okay. spend 10 luck to bring it down to a hard success. Sure, if you want to. Yeah. As soon as I see Edward and then I see it start to close, I'm just gonna shout out to Abuela and reach my arms up okay. towards him. Watley and Max, you see this happening and Clara's arms shoot out in the direction of Edward and you see her fingertips turn into these large, uh, thick branches and they rush into the center of this goo. Clara, once you and Abuela are stuck inside of this goop you too will feel this strange connection of this stuff is supposed to help and you don't understand what it's going to be helping but you're able to find and create kind of a little net around Edward 
uh, because if you just went through and tried to like grab him, you'd probably impale him. So at some point you create some sort of root structure around him and you're just kind of pulling him out rather than killing him through. Good. Not, not killing him is good. (laughs) I figured that might be what you were going to go for. Yeah. 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 Um, so, um, now you are both inside of this big black goo and Clara, when you are trying to pull back, you find yourself unable to pull back. In fact, you are being pulled toward the big black goo. Abuela, do do you understand what this is? Do you, have you ever seen this before? This is very dark, and I've never encountered anything like this. Oh, we're in trouble. Can I first off roll a an occult or Cthulhu mythos to try to identify what this thing is? Yeah, totally. Go for it. All right. Which skill would you prefer? Roll occult. Okay. So I got a 46 out of 35, so I'd like to use 11 luck points to make that a success. Okay. How are you going to get in contact with this thing so that you can understand it? Because right now, it's just really far away. I would like to use telekinesis to pull some towards me. Okay. Edward and Clara, you feel like something is being pulled from this big mass that now you are both a part of. And it really hurts as um, this chunk of small stuff is being taken away. And you hear this deafening scream um, that just sort of lasers through your brain. It's uh, really harsh, really loud, and just fully encompassing both of you. Clara, you'll drop down to your knees unless you, you know, want to stay upright. And Max, you'll notice that there is some sort of effect that occurs when Watley pulls this thing toward him. Watley, when you get this goo toward you, you'll smear it out and it begins to look like words. And then it will pool back up into a little a little ball itself and then it will turn back into words again and one of the words it's a strange language that you've seen in a book but it says help me and then it falls back up and then it says in another language that you don't quite know but Max as you look over his shoulder you see that just written in French, it says, help me. In Spanish, help me. And then it takes on these characters, help me, help me. Max, I'm I'm not sure what this thing is, but maybe we need Ezra's help. Uh... Watley, it hurt, whatever you did, that hurt. Uh, I'll return it, I guess. And I'll try to push it back to the mass. As you release it, it kind of just floats back up to the mass, and you feel this sense of loss in being separated from it. 
and you're able to reel back in your mind in the books that you've read that you've read before and you understand that these are the memories these are the lost stories they want to be reconnected and they want to have new life this is what will make the sacrifice bigger and as you're sort of playing this in your mind you kind of click all of these pictures together you understand that there is going to be a really large creature that's going to start calling people to it and it's going to fill them with this substance so that when that body in this current life is sacrificed because it will carry the memories and the stories and lives of so many other people before it, the sacrifice will be so much greater. And then you see this thing rising from the ocean because there aren't enough people in this world to sacrifice to bring it from its sleeping state. But if it were to kill billions upon billions of people at once, perhaps then it would awaken. Edward, what are you doing? You're covered in this mass of roots. You are now connected to Clara. You both feel each other. You can know what each other is thinking. Um, your lives are sort of merging one to another and you both feel each other's love, devastation, disappointments and triumphs. Clara, it's very strange for you because now you can see through two eyes again and Edward, your vision is kind of going in and out of having, um, you know, full depth to being just one-sided. Let me know what you do for your second attempt. Oh, boy. The net that's around me obviously probably comes to a head and then towards her branch-like arms. Um, I will probably... My strength is not that great. <laughs> but you can try anything. Of course, yeah. Uh, as I am feeling... All of these connected emotions um, with Clara, I will probably want to kind of hold on to that. So I will start grabbing onto her arms and propelling myself through using her as a guide out of this mass. Okay. I'd like you to roll actually just a straight dex there. Or actually, roll me a dex and then roll me a constitution. Okay. Okay, so uh, zero, zero, 009, so that's a nine. Nice. That's on my dex of 85, which is like an extreme hard success. Perfect. Okay, and roll a constitution. <laughs> you guys are going to think I'm lying. Zero, zero, 003, and my constitution's a 95, and so 17 or uh, 19 below is. <laughs> A hard success. Yes. Or extreme hard success. Yes. 
Okay, so as you are pulling on Abuela and Clara, uh, you are going very, very fast. Um, and Claire, it almost like gives you chills because it's almost like some creature is crawling up you, but you understand that it is Edward coming toward you. Uh, but then you understand that he is running out of breath and he digs his fingernails into these wooden trunks that are coming out of you, these wooden limbs, and you feel your own life force being sucked out of you as your breath is being pulled from your own lungs and into Edward. Edward, you gain another breath and you're able to do that through Clara and you can continue to do that. And as long as she stays there, you'll be able to crawl your way out, but it's going to take you several turns. And Max, you'll notice that eventually Clara gets woozy. Watley, you'll see the same thing. And she'll just rock, rock, gasp, and then crumples onto the floor. No other noise to be made from her. Edward's head shoots through this mass. And that's where we're going to call it. Oh! Damn! Oh! <laughs> Oh, shit. Am I okay? Am I dead? <laughs> well, we'll find out next time, buddy. <laughs> you don't know about me. All right. So, uh... <laughs> oh, that wow. was a lot. That was exciting. Wow. Yeah. Hey, I'm glad. Okay. So, did everyone have fun? Yes. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> Good. If you want to follow the show, you can do so at St. Paxton Podcast. Uh, we tweet about uh, mostly when our show comes out, and we'll re- retweet what uh, some of our players have going on, the fun, cool things that they're involved in as well. And uh, yeah, so you should definitely give us a follow on twitter.com if you have not done so already. Newsflash, Twitter is also available as an app on your Android or uh, Apple or Microsoft device. Oh, so, Yeah, new tech now. <laughs> Technology these days. Yeah. So uh, share your stories, uh, share your histories with us <laughs> on, on twitter.com. So you can find me on Twitter at Ben Stonick. That's B-E-N-S-T-O-N-I-C-K to keep uh, uh, abreast of, of, I don't know, when I take a shit. That's normally when I tweet. So there we go. (laughs) (laughs) How do I follow that up? (laughs) You can find me at I Think I'm Fred. You can find me at One Gaming Lane. And you can find me at Starlet Firefly, and I am now streaming every Thursday at 9.15 Eastern on twitch.tv slash Starlet Firefly. So excited to have a a regular schedule. Nice. Yeah. Very cool. Hell yeah. And you can find me on the internet at Typical Veronica. Um, If there's a new social media platform, I will be on it as that. So it's very important to me that I keep those. 
So anyways, um, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to see what you all do with this information. I'm excited to meet Max's alter ego yes. next time on the podcast. Zam. X-A-M. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. He finds a pickaxe and a bike, and he nothing can stop him now. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Max is a fun-loving, adventurous guy. He is. So we'll see what we'll see what the, <laughs> what the uh, opposite of that comes out. I can't wait to see him in, in you know in a bow tie and a smoking jacket. It's going to be so cute. <laughs> oh gosh, yes. Just don't let him cut hair. his hair. Oh, oh. no. Oh, oh no. Keep the scissors away. Keep the scissors away. Oh, can you imagine? <laughs> we'll be back next week at eight-ish p.m. Eastern time with another exciting episode of Welcome to St. Paxton. If you want to support us on Patreon, and if you want to support us, the best way to support this podcast is through patreon.com. It is how we pay for our music, our editors, and uh, how we do some fun giveaways every now and then. So uh, please consider making a donation. We also have a Patreon-only chat where we talk about some spoiler stuff. So yeah, it's a, yeah. It's a really fun time. So uh, thanks again to our patrons for helping us uh, make the show a little bit easier to put out. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. 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 A, di- a, a different goo has emerged. <laughs> so am I just like inside this massive goo thing? I think that's. Yep. Got it. I'm imagining what what is that uh, uh, Ghibli Studio movie? Uh-huh. Um, oh, oh, Spirited Away. Spirited Away. Yes. Yes. Oh. Yes. Yeah, I'm sure everything will be fine. Oh and, yeah. You know, every time I try to help, bad things happen. So maybe I should just stop trying to be helpful. <laughs> no, now come on, you can't think like that. <laughs> <laughs> You know, kind of lost an eye trying to help Todd once. And... Oh, I'm sure Edward's fine. You still have another eye. Yes. You know. This is Watley's fault. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was the portal. I could have driven wouldn't have, back wouldn't on have had the boat. to go out to the ocean if you didn't put me in the middle of the goddamn ocean. <laughs> <laughs> Did you want to be in the middle of the street? Yes, preferable. What if you could read? Have you ever played the game Portal, my man? You could have redirected my momentum to go horizontal instead of uh, vertical. So then I go shoot across the street. And what if I just like put on my feet and I just kind of run with it until I catch myself? And I have earth powers, my man. Well, I, yeah, Portal's a game. Momentum is real. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, that was the best quote I've ever heard in this whole game. (laughs) I hope somebody clips that.